Welcome back to Trends in Low Places, a comedic exploration of the dumbest stories of the day. I am one of your hosts, Mike Cushing. And I am the Niles to his Frasier, Michael Howard. Green eggs. Salad. <laughs> no. Toss salad and scrambled eggs. Where are the green eggs going? Green eggs and ham. <laughs> I am the green eggs to his ham. Yeah. Dr. Seuss was also a shitty doctor. Okay. Like Frasier. Like Frasier yep. Crane. Yeah. <sighs> you know, I should have known that one a little bit better because... Um, Frasier's one of the greatest shows ever made. And... Not, I wasn't going to say that. Um, so uh, it, at, right after college, I still lived in Gainesville with uh, our good friends, Andrew and Jen. And uh, every day I would come home from work and Andrew would be watching uh, Spin City and then Frasier. Oh, man, I forgot about Spin City. That was a good show. Yeah, it was fine. Um, watched <laughs> it every day after work. Um, grew to hate everything about Frasier. Uh, but not liter- Spin City. Well, Spin City after Michael J. Fox left. It's just a real mm, shit oh show. Oh, yeah, no, that's terrible. Yeah, didn't need that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, well, actually, you know what? I grew to hate both shows pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. It just, uh, probably Niles. It's probably Niles. <laughs> it's definitely Niles. Uh, I do follow someone on Twitter who every Friday posts a picture of Kelsey Grammer that just says, Thanks, thank God it's Frazier, or thank God I'm Frazier. I do like that that meme a lot. Mm-hmm. I, so, sometimes I'll share that with Andrew. Uh, it's always good, mm-hmm. but um, actually, most memes that people are just sharing images of Kel- uh, Kelsey Grammer are just like shirtless coming out of the water <laughs> or something like it's always funny. I don't remember anything about Frasier, the TV show. You're blessed. But I feel like it it's it started to make a comeback in the memosphere. Things come back for reasons beyond my can. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. But Frasier of all things. <laughs> well, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, man. How are you? Uh, not terrific. Oh, oh, are you? Have, uh, you got a case of the fever? <laughs> that Which world fever is that? that World Cup fever? Well, I do have the World Cup fever, but I also think my body is revolting against me. Uh, have we ever talked about vacation liver? Vacation liver? No, yeah. I, I, I think I'm familiar with with the itis, but uh, please. Yeah, go on. so like when you're on vacation, you can just stay up really late, and you can drink a ton, and eat really rich foods, and your body just kind of like handles it it knows it knows and it's just like you wake up the next morning and you feel great ready to drink all day again vacation liver like if you try to do that at home you would just die yeah especially in my advanced age yeah um i actually did spend the weekend in a similar fashion uh more vacation just tummy Mm -hmm. vacation Mm -hmm. tummy knows how to handle business that oh yeah normal tummy does not no um yeah no i it's it's a wild phenomenon and I will say I've I have gotten to the point where I just like by accident started drinking like every night <laughs> and like sometimes I'll just like absorb a hit like that. I was like, I should not be able to have done that on a on a work night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I told Rachel's brother about it. He was like, oh, I don't want to. He's like, I don't want to drink rum because it always gives me a hangover when we were in Costa Rica. And I was like. What are you talking about? We're on vacation. You literally cannot get a hangover. Yeah. And he didn't believe me. Next day, though, he felt great. I don't think I've ever had a hangover on vacation. You can't. It's legally not allowed and scientifically not allowed. It's impossible, huh? But I have noticed that... um, The post-vacation hangover. I think it just stores it. (laughs) Today, I did not do so hot. Uh, You know how sometimes... I've heard our friends with kids say that... um, you know, at dinner, they're full, but mm. their their dessert stomach 
still mm. has room in it. They oh, have yeah. that second tummy for, for dessert. the second dessert tummy. I feel like there's just some sort maybe that's what the spleen is for it just stores Ooh. all the booze mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for for later processing on like the monday or tuesday after vacation just like when you're supposed to be at work right yeah. now now i'm gonna fuck you mm-hmm. i'm gonna hold on to this for bad times to <laughs> teach you a lesson yeah so uh you know i'm dealing with that a little bit but uh overall it was a good weekend that's good yeah i was i was on a uh little little work retreat with uh some uh some friends and uh we did a little food run and just got like a box of about 48 cookies and a bunch of chips and i ate literally every snack that hove into my view i probably ate around 30 cookies this weekend um a couple donuts a lot of doritos i kind of had a different sort of hangover on monday like it was all fine in the moment but then there was a reckoning to be paid Mm. we went to a cabin and, you know, we brought snacks, sure. brought some food, um, but then we got to the cabin and we opened the freezer to put some stuff in and somebody had left a couple Heath Klondike bars and vanilla caramel drumsticks Interesting. in there. Yeah, which I don't know why you would leave that and not eat it, but I ate it all. Well, I yeah. ate them all. Yeah, those probably weren't poisoned. Um, <laughs> Michael, did I tell you about the house I was staying in? No. Over the weekend? Okay. I almost just glossed over this because I shared it with a couple people, like family. Um, I almost forgot how buck wild the house I stayed in was. Um, so this was just a little lake house. Was it like a sex house? Yeah. Oh. Um, so uh, this is a lake house down in Jackson, Georgia, um, owned by a man who goes by the handle Snooky, unironically. <laughs> Um, and <laughs> where did you find this house? Oh, just a uh, VRBO. Okay. Just a nice little okay. find. Great price. Very good value. Uh, walked in and, uh, two of my buddies who had already been there, uh, wandered me over to, uh, the living room upon which a mural was painted of a naked woman. Uh, this was painted by a 16 year old artist. The owner was, um, uh, uh, very proud to say that he had a, a model come in for. So it's a white haired naked woman with hair and her knees kind of bunched up covering her, uh, her bits. Um, mm-hmm. And her arms were outstretched and her head was bowed. Um, and around her left wrist was a whirling cloud of, of blue flame. And around her right wrist was a, a uh, whirling cloud of fire. Uh, just, you know, orange flame. And then there was a, um, I'm going to call it a disco light that would point at her. And then when you turn the other lights off and you had the party light going, uh, eventually, if you stared at it long enough, she would transform, um, which was did not happen, thankfully, I don't think, during our sleepy times. But she might have visited us in her sleep. Um, the Wi-Fi password was Rustic Raccoon 666. <laughs> There was a hodgepodge of Native American, Christian, Buddhist, and I want to so say... Murder, it was a murder sex called house. I want to say Shinto uh, religious iconography strewn about and implanted into the, like, the concrete walls of the patio. Um, and then I met the man on on the second day. He, he came up because I had Sora with me and she wasn't feeling mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Um, Let me guess. He had long hair. Uh, no, actually he did what? previously. He said, he told oh, us okay. that he had bought the house because he, uh, he got in an accident and they, the doctors wanted to put, cause he needed a place to house his murder sex cult and then everyone died and now he has to VRBO it cause he didn't. 
doctor wanted to put a couple steel rods in his in his back and he was dealing with depression but instead he just fixed up the house and then lost like 150 pounds he said um and then he he made sure to tell me that um a lot of famous people had stayed in the house and he partied with them, but he can't tell me who because he signed ND signed an NDA. <laughs> so many, many people 100% had sex on every surface of the house that I stayed at cool, and probably cool. sacrificed something to Did a dark, you bring to your dark own gun. blankets and uh, no, didn't know about the murder cult before. I wish I had, I did bring a bed and blanket for Sora and considered sleeping with her on her dog bed for a little while. Yeah, but that probably would have been preferred, I think. Yeah, probably would have been better. Um, yeah, so Airbnb is fun. The house we stayed in was basically all wood all the time, and it had yeah. so many stuffed dead animals in it. But I don't think anyone had sex with any of them at any point. So not. your house wins. Yeah, no. Um, so far I'm. I picked some interesting Airbnbs, and it's weird. the The mural didn't make the uh, the cut for the promotional <laughs> images, which is odd. There was one interesting thing where they had a a stuffed moose head, sure, taxidermy moose head. But then on the mantle of the fireplace, they had a little sculpture of a moose, and then a painting of a moose and they all kind of look the same but then the painting and the sculpture were looking at the taxidermied head of the moose as if like bowing to it sure i don't know if this was intentional but it seriously looked like they painted a picture and sculpted the moose that they murdered and then put his head on the wall that's weird yeah right well okay well that's mm-hmm. fine well yeah michael so what uh what do you got going on in the world i'll say we talked earlier about the other fever yeah. that we, both, we all have, which is the World Cup fever. Sure. Um, so I don't know if you've been following the World Cup. I have. Actually, I've... I know you have. I don't know why I said I don't know if you have been. Yeah, no, I've you know i been uh, following along. I've been definitely um, not streaming it on my work Wi-Fi network, and neither <laughs> has anyone else at nope, my no entire company because uh, my internet is definitely blazing fast and has not been slowed to a crawl the entire <laughs> fucking week. I haven't been able to get anything done. <laughs> or have I? Um, It's... The entire weekend I was waking up at 7 a.m. I don't wake up at 7 a.m. for anything. No. It's vacation liver, though. That is true. It's, it doesn't, like, you're just on vacation. It's, it's go time. But, uh, soccer, football, sports in general are... The beautiful game. Stereotypically male-centric. Sure. Right? The ads are all about beers and trucks and, you know, VD drugs and all that stuff for sports most of the time. And Not just, soccer as much. Just but bros being bros. Guys yeah, being bro- guys. Just broing around. Um, you know, there's plenty of ladies that enjoy the World Cup and they enjoy sports. But this particular company thought that they could get women a little bit more involved in the okay. World Cup. Uh, how? By, like, promoting the Women's World Cup? You would think. But no. Or fuck it. Or no. Sorry. That was also shitty. Promoting just the World Cup and saying, hey, women <laughs> like this too. Just promoting it like normal and not like promoting all to, men in their commercials. Promoting maybe. it to like human beings. Yeah. Sure. No, they decided that the only thing that could get women to watch the World Cup is if they could also have an orgasm while watching the World Cup. So they created underwear that had a vibrator in it and it was is linked to some kind of server that would as the excitement of the game ratchets up the excitement in their panties would ratchet up and if anyone scored a goal it would just be like you know go time in the I'm, pants region I, i'm not gonna say it wouldn't make it 
better for me. But, but why does it have to be marketed to women? Like, I would... That sounds awesome to me. Right, yeah. No, I mean, like, if if I could get a, a goal when the when they get a goal, then, yeah, it sounds great. Um, <laughs> but then you fall asleep and you miss the last half of the game. and Right. Ooh, maybe you can, like, program it so that it's just only the team that you want to be good. That'd be nice. Yeah, so if, if like, England is just controlling possession the whole time and you're a mm. Tunisia fan, yeah, uh, it's like, man, you just kind nothing. of, you're getting, like, a low buzz the whole time. Sure, it feels mm-hmm. okay, but nothing more than the general excitement of the game. Mm-hmm. But, man, as soon as Harry Kane heads that in, you're getting some head, huh? That feels nice. <laughs> so, Michael, I found the commercial you're, you're, that you're referring to in yeah. Spanish language, so... A uh, little bit of a translation issue, but one, it's um shitty that the dude watching the the football game uh, is wearing just like a shirt and some sweatpants, and his girlfriend, who's not interested, is just in the vibrating thong, a very low cut tank mm. top, and her and her bra hanging out. You know, like normal you know, people watch watch football. You know how normal people watch football, especially football that they're not interested in in the least. Mm. Apparently, that's fun. Um, yeah. This is what I, I mean. This is what I wore the entire weekend while I was watching World Cup. Not his outfit, her outfit. Her outfit. Um, yeah. Same, which is weird because I was, you know, just around my friends. But um, I like that the article I found from the Mirror uh, <laughs> says the risque TV spot has met, been met with outrage on social media, with many blasting it as quote sexist. <laughs> like they had to put sexist in quotes. Um, you know, beyond the beyond the general shittiness of this. Why isn't this more of a thing? I mean, I'm sure there are like we've talked about teledildonics before in this yeah. the show, but like it's not a bad application. Like if they're like why shouldn't like you're like you get some arousal tied to like the performance of something else like on on the TV cuz it it looks like it ups the vibration rate depending on the action on the field and mm-hmm. in the commercial like there's a penalty so it stops so she gets really mad and then her boyfriend is like oh you're interested <laughs> like he doesn't fucking know she's wearing vibrating panties yeah. um but i mean they've done this for a long time like you can buy or, or you know they had the um for race car games Right, they have the seats that mm-hmm. have like the rumble in them, and they have the speakers. Listen, Gold and I had that rumble pack. Yeah, you think why you, not? you think no little twelve year old kid put that on his boner? Whatever, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> More insight into Michael Cushing. No, that was a that was a family use one. I wasn't going to defile that. <laughs> well, but, then you'd probably be one of the few men who haven't who have actually had the thought like, well, that's for familiar use. I'm not going to defile that. Yeah, no, I'm not. Go to my own. That's my own times. Um, I will say though, if this commercial had been like, well, no, that'd be wildly inappropriate. I was gonna say like, if uh, if a guy needs to be like pulled to like a romantic mood, like a sad romantic movie, and just has a dick sleeve that just like gets him wildly inappropriately hard during like a romantic, like Titanic. Get on the fucking door, Jack. You can fit. Oh, God, you can fit. Please, just fit right on that door. Yeah, I guess the the thing about it is it just doesn't really work the other way. Like, if during the notebook, like, are they in the rain and, you know, everyone's crying and they're, they're smooching or whatever. I haven't seen the movie. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I know there's a boat. But, like, if you just have a wildly inappropriate raging erection because... I don't want to be here because I'm a dude and I can't appreciate romance. But you do. 
because of the boner. Because of the, the dick sleeve. And then, I don't know, James Garner dies or something, and then you come? Like, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bad look. Yeah, the problem is when you attach it to anything where someone might die, because... That just seems very bad. <laughs> then it just ingrains some really bad... Like, if it's tied to, like, hey, guys, get in touch with your emotions through this boner sleeve, and then, like, this hugely emotionally impactful thing happens, but oops, it's James Garner dying, which I don't know if he does in that movie. Who's James Garner? He was Maverick. He was also, uh, he was one of the presidents in, uh, that movie with Jack Lemmon that I'm forgetting, uh... Damn it! Few, I thought a, that uh, I thought that uh, what's his name Ryan Gosling was in the Notebook. James Garner's old Ryan Gosling. Oh, Ryan Gosling so you have seen the die. Notebook. No, I I just know. We, we talked a little bit about this in the twenty four one with like with Tom Hanks. I'm very aware of <laughs> careers. I know. <laughs> okay. I know like that people are in things. I haven't seen shit. I just know the general outline and plot of half the movies by osmosis. I'll say, but what if? She gets these vibrating panties. Mm -hmm. She has a great time during the World Cup. And then the only time that she can get off from now on is by watching not just soccer, not just football, but World Cup, the World Cup football. That only happens once every four years. Mm -hmm. And she's like, no, no, if it is not multiple confederations of soccer, multiple continents. Like the the Euros might get her there. CONCACAF maybe, but oh, Mm -mm. goodness. Yeah. No, no. it's got to be like a Confederations Cup. Or the World Cup, because Champions League gotta, might might like get her. She might mm. be like, oh, you know, it felt really good. Oh yeah, that no, that it felt great. Did you finish? Yeah, uh, it felt terrific. Thanks, soccer. You did a good job. <laughs> you did a good job. Yeah, that would be a real bummer, especially if her country didn't make it. Like, what if she's a, a U.S. fan? Yeah. Well, again, she would have the. The Women's World Cup to look forward to, I guess. That is true. And yeah. they always win. They so. always win. Um, yeah, no. Problematic product, for sure. Um, <laughs> I know. I just hate that it's like, even in the commercial, the guy can only relate to her when she gets excited, like, being close to an orgasm. He's just like, he's like, the idea that guys are so stupid that they just can't, like, even recognize someone else is in the room unless they're also interested in like the sports they're watching or they can't tell a difference between somebody enjoying a sports and sports being game and near being orgasm yeah. yeah being about to come being like oh she just really likes Jaimez Rodriguez man she just so loves much. the she loves the industrious play of the Germans so much oh goodness the build, the up, build up it is a slow build up which is nice and Very then they lose build up and then, and then an they explosion. get steamrolled by Mexico Mm. Do you think it's be? Do you think that they don't have more products like this because there's still a stigma about female about, sexuality? Like, sex, no, not even female. <laughs> just like sex toys in general. Yeah, because like guys stick their penises in a lot of weird places. Like there's always stories about a guy in like a the pool, or he gets it stuck in a Chinese finger trap, or some toy, or some shit. Here's a question: Do you think the commercial and the reaction to it would be better or worse? If it also included a dick sleeve for the guys. <laughs> so that like so that the couple could experience the thrill of the beautiful game together. Why don't they just fuck during the World Cup? Well, Michael, then he can't watch the game. You can both watch the game. Yeah, no, you can. It's pretty easy. Um I don't also, need to, do I need to draw you a diagram? Because I also, will. Also, here's the thing. Um 
these are during like these games are during <laughs> work hours, even in a little bit of Europe. Like, because you know, there's a time difference from Russia to you know the west part of Europe. They're not. You're not getting busy. At, well, I guess the shorter work days and they get all sorts of free PTO. Um, I'm just saying, I can't enjoy this this particular product, even if it was for me, which it's not. Because I got to oh, go to man, work. Oh man, what if you wore it at work? Sure. Now it's a different situation. Yep. Now we're getting uncomfortable. What if you weren't even watching the game, but you knew who won? <laughs> but you had the panties on. You had the panties on, and They're you connected. just like, just like, hey, I think I think Spain's about to score. Are you a mind reader? Holy oh shit! Oh my god, Susan, how did you know? Okay, so this is this is different now. Okay, I like say your work blocks the World Cup. Mm-hmm. You can't watch it. You get and, the panties, and though. for some reason, Twitter's blocked too. Yeah, everything's blocked. You work at like some kind of terrible company that thinks people don't ever need to see anything fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just wear the panties. Now you know what's going on. Right. Well, you know that there is a game happening and that it's interesting. (laughs) And then if someone scores, you know that there is a goal. That's about it. But what if it what if I what if we were talking about earlier where you get to pick which team like at the beginning of the game, you get to pick which team that you would like to be excited about. Or if the vibration pattern changed based on who like you just had to to pick now. Now we're talking. Oh, now Cristiano Ronaldo has the ball. Now he's dribbling. Now he's dribbling that ball. Real nice. And then it doesn't actually do anything for when Cristiano Ronaldo scores a goal, but when he takes his shirt off, oh shit, the panties actually come. You don't when, even come. The panties come. When he had right before he takes the free kick when he lifts his his soccer shorts up. His shorts up so to his, his balls to the oh, base yeah. of his bit to the base oh, yeah. of his shaft. Yeah. It's like, yeah, okay, hey, hey Cristiano. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, no, I mean if that's your only outlet to the outside world, like I feel like you have to. You're 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 the only source of information for your entire office. I feel like one of us needs to try this. We need to try these Spanish panties. That we need to try the Spanish vibrating panties. Okay, how much are they? <laughs> <laughs> no idea. I will say so. There's a there's a comment on the <clears throat> there's a comment on the mirror article that said I think all that this company has actually done is wildly and massively underestimate the uses of this product to limit. Limited it to something as dull as football. Yep. And I think that's the real problem. Like, I don't really care that they're like, it sucks that this is the application. It's all just like, well, yeah, women can't enjoy uh, soccer unless they're, you know, their bits are buzzing. But why can't they just do it for anything? Like any, any awkward or shitty social interaction you have to go to is like, oh yeah, my spouse dragged me to a shitty happy hour. I don't want to go to it, but his boss is there and he's got to make it an impression. I'm going to get just rowdy as fuck. The ballet. The ballet. No one likes the ballet. Like you're going to see the Nutcracker. You've been dragged to see the Nutcracker. You've already seen it. You don't want to see it again. But when the Dance of the Sugar Broom Flairies come on. Yeah. All like, of a sudden you got a tingling in your pants. Like the opera has natural moments where mm. everyone in the audience should be coming, but you can't because <laughs> it's just an auditory experience. Every if- time the opera singer hits that like high note. Yeah, just the whole audience erupts in a horrible, <laughs> horrible mess. Yeah, it'd just be, it'd be hell to clean, but man, mm. speaking of operas causing a riot, that would, you know, that would do it. Would you all, would just you have one. to hand out the the ponchos like they do at a Gallagher show? 
Or like SeaWorld. You are actually, you're all in the splash zone. Yeah, but you have to sit on the poncho. Sit on and around it. Yep. Yeah. This is the grossest thing we've ever talked about. Just (laughs) mass communal jizzing (laughs) to the opera. Somebody has to buy one of these and like hack it to do something else with it. Like when you're, I don't know, reading a really good Atlantic story or something. (laughs) When when Facebook just gets to be so much and you're just, oh, you're just reading all those comments. You're like... Man, these people are fucking so stupid. And then you just come mm. and you get, you're like, maybe I shouldn't comment on all this dumb shit. That actually be, you know, this should actually be marketed exclusively to baby boomers to get them the fuck off of Facebook. Hey, you know what? Can I say this? Hmm. Could make baseball a lot more interesting. Oh, man. The crack of the bat. <laughs> you know, fuck. Literally anything. If anything happens in baseball, you just get a jolt to your dick and or and or bits yeah okay hey i'm interested now can you uh, although uh, here's an issue boner lasting more than four hours which the average baseball game takes five. Ooh, you're in trouble yeah. towns that is an issue every time there's a walk it just like actually just punches you in the dick mm, yeah here's the thing though does it respect your refractory period i don't think it does man that's got to be rough you have no choice you got to keep going i <sighs> just i need a break I mean, luckily, soccer, it's only two hours. You can just kind of ride that wave, I guess. (laughs) Here we go. Every time you're nice to someone on the internet, then you get get, a little jolt. That's a a good point. That's a good point. I feel like you need to weaponize it for bad behavior. Mm, So you're thinking more negative reinforcement than positive. Yeah, I feel like obviously this thing has the ability to to vibrate Mm -hmm, i feel mm -hmm. like if it could also deliver an electric shock of some kind (laughs) to like tell you hey like just pavlovian just no don't be a don't leave that comment on youtube yeah there's no reason for that did you are you really gonna send this tweet i'm going to shock your balls did you just think a racial slurp (laughs) this shouldn't just to be stimulate enjoyment for things you don't like it should be to actively discourage you from doing bad things that you do like to do. Mm, so like, like I bite my nails. It's bad for me. Right. Like when I start to bite my nails, pinch my ball. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It should be a full surface, like Pavlovian training thing. And I feel like just to go back to the the thing, the reason that this, this ad sucks is that it's like rewarding her for doing a thing she doesn't like rather than just being like, you should you're probably going to do this just because your partner's interested in it and like this will make it a little easier for you. And also maybe you and your partner can enjoy it together. I feel like it should do that for everything. What about like a really good meal? Like, you know how they have these restaurants that are like experiences where you pay like seven hundred dollars and then you eat like balloons and, you know, there's all this like performative stuff like how about when you get a really good piece of fish or something? It just yeah. like. Oh, it gives you a little bit of jolt. Right yeah, in the sh- goobies. It should reward it for it should reward the the actions of other people, which is what the the soccer example is about. Mm-hmm. Like, oh damn, that was a good play, scored a good goal. Hey, this chef made a dope piece of fish. Oh my god, he killed it. Knocked it out of the park. Tickled my taint. <laughs> Bang a rang, that was a good steak. My pants are ruined. Let's please go home. <laughs> Call an Uber. Need- I don't need the rest of the courses. Thank you very much. I'm okay. I will have dessert because if that steak was anything to get to write home about, 
I'm interested. I do have my dessert stomach. I do have my dessert stomach and my dessert dessert panties. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Michael, we have talked about this for (laughs) arguably too long. Too long. Well, Michael, um, speaking of things that have gotten a lot of buzz this week, um, you might have noticed that our current leader, not going to call him our president, um, Announced the announced a new branch of our military. Yeah, I did see this. Yeah, the space force. Space force. Space force. Yeah. Um, which obviously, you know, it's got a couple hoops to jump through. Still needs to be approved by Congress. Um, and kind of already exists within the (laughs) Air Force. So making a whole new branch of the military seems wasteful and unnecessary. Yeah, like. The Marines are still part of the Navy. They're not even their own branch of the military. Right. So, like, why why do we need this? We have NASA already. Right. But we don't fund that. Because it's not, it's not, it's not, you know, killing everyone on the planet. Like, is Space Force, is that what they call what, what it is currently? It's the US, the Air Force Space Command, I believe, is the uh, current. Okay, because Space Force sounds like a four-year-old just like drew something on a piece of paper. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I wanted to say. So, by and large, like the social reaction to this is, and this is something that like I kind of have a little bit of a problem with, like especially like, like some of the Korea shit. It's like just the fact that Trump was the one doing it. Like everyone's just dunking on it, which I get. I get the impulse and. I want to do it also, but like, other than the name, I really don't have, and like the wasteful spending, I don't have much <laughs> problem with Space Force. Well, I really feel like we should be contracting the military. Yeah, sure. Anyways, so like, I don't, I don't want a separate, but like, the name is so bad. The name is so stupid. Like, like I get it. Air Force, Space Force, oh, but we don't call the Navy the fucking Sea Force. Right. But even that would be cooler than Space Force. Like, Space Force is just a bad fucking name. It's, like, literally the result of a syphilitic 75-year-old brain. Space Force, course of course, is what yeah. somebody tweeted. Like, Moon Marines was right there. Oh, Moon Marines. But then you can only go to the moon. Only the moon. But Mars yeah. Marines? You have Mar- Moon Marine, you have Mars Marines, you have the Jupiter Junta. I don't know. <laughs> that implies some things that I'm not necessarily uh, comfortable with. But like Jupiter jumpers. The name is dumb. And also, so one, anything that gets us one step closer to functional X-Wings, mm. I am super into. I don't care. Like I know the Air Force can't even get like the F-22 to work after 20 years of development. So the outlook is grim on X-Wings in my lifetime. We might have them. They just won't work. In well, any way, shape, or form. So we currently have non-functional X-Wings. Yeah, so we've done it. Like, J.J. Abrams made that happen. Yeah, so, I mean, they work as well as the F-35. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but yeah, the Space Force, Michael, I gotta say, like, I am i don't care about it. Like, I know it's just a distraction from everything else. Like, whatever. And he's been talking about it for years. I don't give a shit about Space Force, really. But here's the thing. I get it because we've already established that he's basically has the mental capacity of like a seven-year-old child, right? Right. And if a seven-year-old child became president, 
one of the first things he would 100% do is weaponize the moon. Exactly. Yeah. But the thing is, so here, here's actually my problem. And like something, again, that he like, this just might be a good outcome by accident. Like the way we handle space shit in this country is like every president gets to just like set things. So like Bush wanted to go to the moon. Obama wanted to go to Mars. Mm-hmm. Then Trump was like, nah, fuck, fuck Obama. We're going back to the moon. <laughs> it's like, okay, you know what? If we put the the space force on the moon mm-hmm. just for shits and giggles, it's like they would also need other shit on the moon. Well, they'd have to fight the Nazis first. They would have to go to the Nazi dark base on the moon. They would have to go to the dark side of the moon and fight both Nazis and probably raptors who are living there. Um, Nazi and then raptors. Who, and then obviously. who knows what's living in the hollowed out core of the moon? Mm. I don't mm-hmm. even want to think about it. Yeah. But they would need other shit on the moon, like a like a colony of like support staff and stuff. So we would just get to colonize the moon by accident, and like we would never do anything with space force. <laughs> But what we would, would actually be the point of colonizing the moon, though. I don't care. Let's just do. Let's get off the goddamn planet. You know, I used to think by accident. I was. I used to think that like probably the worst. The worst part about this administration is that they have to deal with things like North Korea, where they could literally start World War Three because they're a bunch of fucking idiots. Mm-hmm. But can you imagine, like, if there is alien life out there, like? And they showed up during this administration. Like, how badly would that go? Yeah, it'd be bad. Like, how long before we would just cease to exist as a planet? Like, they would just Death Star it because they'd be like, "Oh, this is what was. This is what's happening." Okay, cool. <laughs> it's it'd be a terrible like cocktail of Donald Trump, Elon Musk, <laughs> like Jeff Bezos. They're just like, "Fuck, we're screwed, Re- man." These people. Are, this is who we're okay well you know fuck shit Let, yeah let's let's bulldoze it i guess um <laughs> start it over well elon musk already said he's whatever character in hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy wanted to basically eminent domain earth to build a highway so yeah, he, he literally is just an alien species bent on building has he lost dumb- his mind you know what? The more I the more I think about it, it's just I think he's just gotten tired of pretending to be doing things for the good of humanity and just like, yeah, fuck it. I'm just a mad. I'm literally just a mad scientist waiting for my next big break. Mm-hmm. And we're we never going to be successful because we're not insane. I think that's actually very true. Also, like, I have no driver ambition, but right. But I think that goes to being insane. Yeah. Like, insane people seem to have so much drive to be insane. Like, they go out of their way to find interesting and new ways to be fucking insane. I bet a lot of it, too, is just, like, if you're a sociopath, and also just, like, if you're an insomniac a little bit, like, Mm. you just don't need to sleep. Yep. You gotta fill your time somehow, and it's probably, like, planning world domination. Yeah. And, like, I I don't say insane, like, as a... Like, I'm not trying to disparage, like, actual mental illness. Like, I mean, like, what do you, like, mega villain kind of stuff. You're just someone who is just sociopathic, psychopathic. Yep. Yep. You just don't understand the bonds of human emotion and empathy. And and you you have a ton of money. And you believe in your own just awesomeness so much. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I like Elon Musk. I like what he's doing. I just think he's a maniac. <laughs> I used to like him. Yeah. Speaking hmm. of maniacs, have you heard of the cronut? Yeah, of course. The, the croissant donut. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
you, you've you've had donut holes. Sure, they're fine little snack snackables. You know, different types of desserts. I mean, like everyone's always trying to mix up desserts, try to be cool. Yeah, hip. everyone's looking for that new edge. Yesterday, I saw I went to a donut shop on the way to work, and at seven thirty in the morning, I saw someone getting a uh, an, a donut ice cream cone. The oh cone my was God, donut. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it looked really cool, but also it was like, and it was by Georgia Tech, so it was like. Is this what students are up to at 7.30 in the morning now on a Monday? Was the cone made out of donut, too? The cone was made out of donut. Like, oh my. powdered, like, sugary donut. It looked rad as fuck. Good lord. So, hmm, this man took it one step further, though. He combined a chicken nugget and a donut to create the donug. Now, huh. Uh-huh. Now, I thought, huh. Yeah. I thought the um the Taco Bell like chicken taco like the uh-huh. where the yeah. taco was chicken. I thought that was dangerously insane. <laughs> okay, so walk me through this. What is it? Does it have frosting? Does it have sprinkies? Does it is it fr- like does it have breading? What is this thing? Here we go. The circular treat sees chicken shaped into the classic donut ring before being covered in a cornflake and panko crumb. And deep fried. So, so the chicken shaped into a donut ring. So it's all natural, is what all you're saying. All natural. All natural chicken breast, just one. Okay, yeah, good to know. They find the part of the chicken that is a donut shape. The, the ring. Uh-huh. Yeah, the ring of the chicken. The, Everyone the, knows about the ring. The classic chicken ring. Anyone yep. who's ever cooked a full chicken knows about the chicken ring. They take that, they bread it, and they fry it. And then, and then, uh huh, you have the option of three sauces. A cheesy Dijon bechamel sauce, a hot chili, or a golden Japanese curry with mozzarella. Okay, I'm actually glad to know. So, this is just a a big chicken like it's just mozzarella a stick big ring, fucking jig chicken nugget. Okay, yeah, it's shaped into a weird shape. Okay, I was worried that these maniacs, these dark food wizards, were gonna put like inject boston cream into a chicken ring or like dip this in vanilla frosting you i'm gonna cut all of this because you've just put ideas out into this world that i do not want to be out there dangerously insane oh my god but, but this was my fear and like and can i say this I'm a little disappointed that it's not the actual case um because <laughs> like i gotta tell you if i saw a a chicken nugget that was somehow like if you could replicate the flavor of like a Wendy's frosty mm. in terms of like frosting, I'd mm. fuck with that thing. Mm. I would. I would a chicken nugget that. covered in Wendy's frosty frosting. Yeah, it'd be pretty good. Fuck, we need to we need to petition Wendy's to do this mm-hmm. because their nuggets are already just. I mean, whatever you can put them in whatever shape you want, really. Yeah, let's be honest. I've seen the pink paste. I know what they're. I know what they're working with. Do we need to just buy a bunch of Wendy's chicken nuggets, just smash them, smash up them together, <laughs> and then we put Frosty on top of them, and then we have to bring it to Wendy's corporate and be like, "Make this. Look at this horror show. Look at it. Oh my god!" So apparently, these things took off online recently after this dude appeared on, and I quote, "This is from the Mirror, which is a obviously British uh, sure. newspaper." He appeared on the, quote, Australian show called Shark Tank, which is similar to Dragon's Den. So first of all, they called it, apparently Australia has a show called The Shark Tank, which is similar to something called The Dragon's Den, which I assume is something in the UK. The UK version of Shark Tank? Yeah, at no point do they mention the fact that Shark Tank started in the US. 
Right? That started in the U.S. We didn't steal that, right? Did it? I mean, I know we steal everything, but... Hold on. Was was Dragon's Den the first one? Because, I mean, American television is, by and large, stolen. It is a franchise of the International Dragon's Den, which originated in Japan in in 2001. Of course it did. Yeah. Of course it did. Okay. Well. Wow. Man, you learn something new every day. We steal literally everything. From Japan. Every every show that is not scripted has been stolen from Japan. Wow. Without exception. Has was Jeopardy stolen from Japan? I bet it was. I mean, I I don't know for sure, but I'm just going to assume it was. It was called Japan Dirty. I current okay, I was gonna say, so I, a Scottish man invented this, and I was gonna say, wow, he flew all the way to Australia to pitch his his terrible product, but I guess he lives in Melbourne. Um yeah, because they probably kicked them out of the UK because that's where they put all their rejects who come up with things like Listen, donuts. You're a, you're a food criminal. You're going to our crime <laughs> colony. Um, good luck. I hope all the spiders eat you and your donut idea. Mm. Can I mean, it looks a, delicious, though. It looks really good. Can I say this? I'm a little disappointed in the sauce options. Yeah. Cheesy Dijon uh, bechamel uh, chili sauce. And what was the other one? Uh, the Japanese curry with mozzarella. That does sound pretty good, but man, yeah. yeah, I feel like there's so many better sauce options out there. Just cheese. Just cheese. Where's Just, my Zach where's my Zach sauce at? Oh my god, Zach Australia. sauce. Now we're talking. Come on. Um, yeah, no, this is a dark I feel like this ring is a dark portal to hell. Like if <laughs> like if you stare too long into this chicken donug, you are transported into a hellscape. From which there is no escape. And also, like, the picture, it doesn't look like he had a cheesy Dijon bechamel. It looks like he just melted a slice of American cheese on top of it and then poured red pepper flakes on top. Which, you know, again, I would fuck with that. I'm, I'm going to eat that. Yeah. I'm going to eat that. I want to yeah. eat that. All right. Well, so Montreal first. Australia next. <laughs> <laughs> well, Michael, uh, we are actually coming up on time. You got, any, you got a last story for me? S- speaking of terrible food items. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to bring this up because I don't know if I can actually describe this to you without throwing up in my mouth. There are laws in the United States related to uh, burial, like religious, specifically for religions, like, you know, how people can be buried or cremated or whatever. Like you have a lot of freedom. Mm-hmm. Well, one of those laws is that if you have something amputated and it's not diseased, or there's nothing like there's no risk of infection spreading. You get to take that home with you. Yeah. So like so that you can be buried whole because in some religions you have to be buried whole. Sure. Well, that means that if you have a body part amputated such as your leg because you have had it crushed and they can't repair it and it's going to just turn, you know, it's going to just turn gangrenous and basically harm you, you get to take that leg home with you. That feels wrong. Uh, never mind. So before you get into whatever horrible resolution you're about to bring to the table on this, which the, from the, the way you're slow rolling this one, I'm pretty sure it's going to be bad. Um, uh, a couple years ago, I had a um, a big cyst removed from my shoulder. Mm-hmm. It was about probably about the size of a quarter. Um, and before I went under, like the doctor came in and was talking me through it. And I was like, hey, um, could I? Can I keep it or can I at least see it? Mm-hmm. And the doctor is just like, the surgeon was just like, oh, hell yeah, for sure. We can we can do that. And then he looks at the nurse and he's just like, we can give it to him, right? And she just is like, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
and he just looked he's just like he's just like like it was he looked so crestfallen that he couldn't like help me out and he's just like oh yeah i guess we can't it's like a biohazard uh, and yeah yeah he's like all right well i'll see you out there and he walked away <laughs> Man, you were so close to getting your sis. That would have been cool. Yeah, I, I want. I, I want. I wanted to at least know what it looked like. Would you have eaten it? No, no, I sure wouldn't have. And again, I'm really not liking where this story is about to take us. Well, this man, he's. You'll be surprised to learn he's on Reddit. Oh, weird. Uh, he went on an AMA and asked me anything. His um, his Reddit name is Incredibly Shiny Shart. Oh. Uh, uh, um, I don't like the idea of a shiny shark. He posted, Hi all, I am a man who ate a portion of his own amputated leg. Ask me anything. Is it, I hope it's an empty threat. I hope no one responded. Just 100 million downvotes and no comments. No, there was a lot of questions and he went into a lot of details about how he hosted a brunch party where he and 10 of his what? friends ate he his f- amputated foot. He fed it to his friends. Yes, and they all knew about it. They willingly ate his fucking leg. Yes, because he said that, so my friends and I always had this joke, always had this joke, if you could try human flesh in an ethical and healthy way, would you? And we always said, of course. Well, the opportunity came up and I called them on it. Why would you? He invited 11 people. 10 guests agreed to attend. So 10 out of 11 of the people who are this man's friends decided, yeah, no, that sounds like a great idea. I would love for you to cook up your fucking foot, marinate it overnight, then sauteed with onions, peppers, salt, pepper, and lime juice. And I would like it to be served on corn tortillas with tomato sauce so I could eat your fucking foot taco. So he literally made long pig carnitas. He... They they did a carnitas yes. recipe. They did. I was going to say I was going to say how do you decide on the recipe for your own foot? Like how are like how do you just do like you know what? What's going to be the best presentation? I would sous vide it. Well, sure, you're going to sous vide it. Yeah. But then what are you doing with it? I mean, how are you how are you seasoning? What are you, what are you, what kind of sides are you bringing to the table? I mean, and why not slow cook that bad boy? So he said it's kind it seems kind of like a buffalo. He he uh Kind of likened it to uh, buffalo, gross. but chewier. Um, so I'm thinking maybe like a mashed potatoes, probably some mashed taters, some Although broccoli the taco sprouts. Idea is pretty good because literally anything you put onto a tortilla tastes good. That's true. Um, here's a unfortunately very important question, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm assuming this was asked in the Reddit thread. How much of his leg? And I need to know because like, what kind of cuts are we working with here? So. It basically was, I would say, mid-calf and down all the way through his foot. Was he a runner? Did he lift? It doesn't say how muscly it was. Mm. But, I mean, let's, I mean, there's got to be some good meat in the calves. Maybe a little think. gamey. You'd think. The foot, though, I'm a little... Hmm. Oh, he did say that he also had, for dessert, apple strudel and chocolate cake. And see, that seems like the cop-out. I feel like you need to incorporate, if you're going to serve your own goddamn leg to your friends, like, it, it needs to be an Iron Chef competition. Like, <laughs> everything has to have Everything in. has to include Greg. <laughs> the secret ingredient? Greg! Greg. 
And that's, you know, that's another thing. It's really a shame that they didn't make it a competition to see who could make the best Greg. Oh, my God. That would, okay. Now we're talking. Yeah, why not Taste of Greg? If I ever have to have my foot amputated, that's what we're doing. We're making a competition. You know what? A lot of our friends fancy themselves to be decent chefs. Yeah. And you know what? I bet someone could make a pretty good, like, Greg Fest. (laughs) You know, God, and I mean, this is not a new thought, but what if one or multiple friends were just like, shit, Greg tastes pretty good. Mm Mm-hmm. And this this goes back to the what if you could never get off again if unless you were watching the World Cup? What if the only good meal that you think you could ever have again in your life, not just human meat, but your very good friend Greg meat? That's true. What if you tried human meat again and it wasn't as good as Greg? Right. And you were like, ooh, I'm going to need a little nibble. Going to need the annual taste of Greg. Yeah. Could you go ahead and lose another foot in a motorcycle accident? That would be great. Also, before you do, can you just eat like a ton of donuts? Because <laughs> I like a nice marble to Greg. <laughs> oh, my God. So he rated it a solid six and a half out of ten. That's a, That's got to be depressing. Yeah. If you're only, man, just like, he, no, that, was a, that was a ho-hum meal. He said it was better than a regular hot dog or hot dog or burger but not as good as butter seared sea scallops okay. which is kind of a weird s- scale yeah. he's on there yeah it's like did your leg come from the sea was it god's gift from the bountiful oceans well Craig? maybe he, maybe he's saying that like a regular hot dog or burger is a six butter seared sea scalloped is a seven so it's like right in the middle of the two what is this guy's scale of food <laughs> Okay, apparently one friend out of the ten could not eat it and had to spit their mouthful out into a napkin. Just one? Just of- one. The other nine were like, well, Greg tastes pretty good. I just so, don't think I could look across the table at the man whose leg I was eating and be like, hey, you taste pretty good. Okay, so two things. One, I'm reading that they also drank gin, gin lemonade punches and mimosas. So, first of all, how many... Of those, do you think they all drank before this? God, I would have to drink all of them. Yeah. Um, also, so just for anyone out there, like my first reaction to this story was, good Lord, this cannot possibly be true. Like the mirror is kind of infamous for like, I would say one out of every four stories being completely made up. But like Snopes couldn't debunk this. They said that it is actually a practice that you can bring home amputated feet as long as there's no, like, medical hazard. So, And there have been multiple stories of people doing this type of thing. So, first of all, I need to, you to... You know where this happened, right? Uh, I mean, it was in America. I can't remember which city. Yeah, it was in these goddamn United States. Oh, which yeah. Apparently, cannibalism is not illegal. Um, There's also a... There's a... I found images of his leg post the amputation mm. um saw apparently what appears to be his big chunk of meat on the plate mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. apparently his first idea was that he so he froze it and his first idea was that um he would take it to a taxidermist um but no one would take him seriously <laughs> so he decided so what he wanted to do was cast it in plaster and use it as a doorstop um and then eventually make little keychains through 3d printing um, so wait, this just first, to eat this it. was his, this was his like third choice for what to do with his leg was to yep. eat it. Yep. 
So he had it frozen, and then apparently he had four friends with him, and they picked it up and started playing with it, and it didn't seem like it was a foot. And there was no emotional connection, so he said, yep, that's my foot right there. So I wasn't weirded out by it, and then uh, decided to eat it. So here's something, so I'm reading this this interview with Vice, and I'm kind of getting it a little bit. He said he he woke up in the hospital many times after his his lower leg was amputated. He was just crying, wondering what his life was going to be. And, you know, he talked to the doctor about what he could do um, and, you know, thought he would never walk again. And this is just his way of taking power back from his fucked up foot. I which mean, I get it. I, guess. I get it. I get it for him. Like if he just had to like, fuck it, I'm going to eat this stupid foot. Michael, I'm a, I love you. <laughs> if if you needed my help to emotionally cope with the loss of a limb. I would go out drinking with you. I would, I would take you to Montreal. I would eat all the donuts in the world. I don't think I could nibble on your toe meat. Yeah, that was gonna be my that was gonna be my next question. Was okay. We've we've all talked. We've talked about this from the from his perspective. Yeah, I'm but not the that good. Ten friend. friends, like ten people, were like, yeah, like this guy. I mean, good for him that he has ten friends who are either that fucked up or, <laughs> or that good of friends to be like, yeah, we'll eat your taco meat. Foot? Yeah, so I only watched a little bit. Your, of, I'd eat your foot. I probably would too if you really wanted I mean, me like to. Like if you really needed me to. Like if it, if it was really going to help you get over the emotional torment of losing uh, your foot, I would do it. I would be drunk as hell though. Just oh, FYI. yeah, massively bombed. Like I probably wouldn't remember doing it. Yeah, and I'd probably eat more than I should. Um, it would kind of be like Taco Bell, where it's like, I mean, I'm gonna eat this because I'm drunk. I do kind of like, again, that they did street tacos. They yeah. did, like, traditional street tacos. It, it was just sense. straight up carnitas, onions, peppers. Mm-hmm. Not that peppers are traditional on uh, the street taco, but, um, yeah. No, they just did it simple and plain. It just went mm-hmm. right to town. Mm-hmm. I will say, um, the one episode of Bizarre Foods I saw that Andrew Zimmern did not eat the meal was, I think it was in... Is either Madagascar or Mozambique, and he was in some like tribe where it was their tradition to, after a circumcision, fry the foreskin and then like the elder of the tribe would eat it. And that was like the one time Andrew Zimmerman was like, No, I don't need that. You can, I don't want to take that, that super blessing away from the the elder of the tribe. You just go ahead and do it. It's not my place to take this. He's like, Oh, thank God. I couldn't eat, I couldn't do it. <laughs> oh, God. So, you made me look up like things that Andrew Zimmerman would or wouldn't eat. <laughs> a lot. Apparently, apparently, quote, he's dying to try cannibalism. So, well, there you go. Uh, I mean, he tried something called a bamboo rat, which looks like a naked mole rat. Um, that's just fried. Um, sure. Some dung beetles directly from the dung. Oh, man. Sure, he's eaten yeah, a lot of we- shit, but he drew the line at. Uh, drew the line at human you and foreskin <laughs> well michael i think that's gonna do it for us this week on trends in low places it's been an episode it's of certainly it's been a podcast episode that will be released on a under podcast. the name yeah it's been an episode of trends in low places mm-hmm. um if you liked it all right um you can find out more information at goodbuddymedia.com uh we put up new episodes every week and uh we also do a sister show called uh nope it's called Longest Days of Our Lives, in which Michael and I and our good buddy Curtis, who's an occasional host on this show, we watch every single... Did I say the name of the show? It's Longest Days of Our Lives. I think I did. Yeah, you did. All right. 
We watch every single episode of The Hit Show 24. We are coming up on the end game of uh, season two, and uh, shit is getting pretty wild. I just finished this week's episode. Ends on mm. one of those, what do you call it, cliffhangers the mm. kids are always talking about? But like, there are like multiple people hanging from multiple cliffs. Yeah. Unfortunately, Kim's not one of them. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. She wasn't in the episode She was in the episode. Oh, shit. Oh, I just fuck yes. It's a Kim-free episode. Wow. Oh, the Okay, unicorn. so if, you, if you've never listened to the show before, this would be a good time to listen to it. This coming episode, episode 19 of day two, no Kim. No Kim. I can't guarantee we won't talk about Tom Hanks because that just fucking happens on that mm, show. Definitely going to do that. H- here we are. Um, yeah, but also, um, if you want to shoot us a message, uh, if you want to share a story, if you want us to read a message to a fellow listener, or just want to say hi, um, you can shoot us an email at goodbuddymedia at gmail.com. We read every single message we get, which uh, usually turn out to be conspiracy theories about 24 or our our source on the inside uh, that actually reminds me, Michael. Um, we did get a secret message from our uh, our good friend who works in the intelligence. I don't want to give away. His he needs secrets. a code. He needs a code name. Code name. Little boat. We'll call Lil him Lil boat. boat. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Our source from the inside, who we will now call from now on, Little Boat. After uh, sharing the name of our favorite duck. Yes. Uh, so yeah, our our good friend, our secret source, Little Boat shared insight uh, on the story we shared last week about Kim Jong-un's secret toilet and poop spies um, that apparently uh, there are five branches of uh, military intelligence. And I know this is a lie that he made up, but um, so, Michael, you might know how military intelligence works. There's SIGINT, which is signal intelligence, Mm -hmm. uh, HUMINT, human intelligence, I think. What else is there? GEOINT, which is uh, like geography intelligence. Sure. Open source intel, osint. And then there's and wh- measures and signature intel or mass int, which which he says has a subdivision called poop int. He I'm may be fucking that. with us, but I'm not 100% sure and I'm going to go with it because why I, not? You know what? If our if our government can can form a space force for no fucking reason other than our president's a child, then why not? Poop int is poop a thing. Int? Why poop not int? poop int? I mean, if we're you know, if people have been collecting international leaders shit for the better part of 45 years, poopint is a thing. Whether or not they call it poopint, <laughs> poopint is happening for sure. So thank you to our good friend, Lil Boat. Please keep those hot tips coming. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael, how else can people help us out? Yeah, you can find us on all of your favorite podcast apps, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, um, all the good ones. And the bad ones, probably. You can find them on all of them. And when you do, uh, please smash that subscribe button um, and leave us a review or a uh, or a rating. That's the best way for us to move up the charts. So when people are like, what podcast should I listen to? And they're like, you should totally listen to Trends in Low Places because they're the best. Um, you can also find us on and find us and follow us on all of your uh, social medias, Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook, at TILPcast, TILPcast, or by searching Trends in Low Places. And we love to hear from you. So, you know, give us a comment, um, you know, send us a story, a picture, you know, maybe like a frog you want me to send Kush. I mean, he always loves those. Um, hey, I hate those. It's also, my least favorite. Also, if you could please share our posts, um, retweet, uh, you know, whatever you got to do to to get us out to the people. 
Yeah. Also, I realized uh, we got so distracted by Poopint that I didn't actually share the email address where you can reach us. It's goodbuddymedia at gmail.com. We read everything we get. So hit us up. We do read everything we get, unfortunately. Yeah. Because sometimes they're from Dave Barnes. <laughs> uh, this email, the one about, he sent us a story about a frog eating, or not a frog, a, a turtle eating someone's finger. Oh off. my that God. Was, that pretty was good. pretty, that was pretty fine. Also, also the, the Hulk just destroying a toilet. Yeah. We'll have, I got, to, we'll have to put that on the blog post. All of those eat, blog posts we do. my whole ass. Uh, Michael, it's been lovely talking with you. Uh, would you put it on a taco? Because then I might eat your whole ass. Oh, Cushing rump meat. Yeah, just a little bit of flank the steak. The rump roast, sure. all right. Yeah, okay. I get it. I'll give, I'll give one for the cause. <laughs> so before we go, I want one, one thing. Okay. So I came across this Reddit thread. Where somebody asked, what is the dumbest question someone legitimately asked you? I'm going to read you my, uh, yeah. one of my favorites. Please. My friend once asked, what if they made a sea world, but instead it's centered around the land? So, so like a zoo? So like a zoo. Somebody responded, I call it land land. <laughs> <laughs> What if? <laughs> what if? Michael, it's been lovely talking with you. Love you, buddy. Love you too. Doodles. Doodles.